This is Pod With Me, and I cannot believe it's Thursday already. I'm so excited. Um, anyhow, excited because we have a very special guest in the house today. Today we have nightlife dancer and entertainer, Andrew Corvin. Let's find out what it's like to travel the world as a dancer. I also want to know what is his dating life like? Hmm, and most important, what is his type? Yes, Andrew is single, everybody. Get ready, because the pod starts now. Go, go, and dance. Go, go, and dance. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Are you ready to pod? Let's hey, go. Are you all ready? Here. Ready? Let's, let's talk, talk, talk. Ready. Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. I here. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. All right, yeah, I'm going to test. Oh, you're, you're back already. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pod With Me. So excited. Today is Thursday, and today's episode is very exciting. So I ran across an article from the departmentofdance.com called 10 Things Go-Go Dancers and Performers Want You to Know. Throughout the show, I'll be letting you know what the top 10 things Go-Go Dancers and Performers want you to know. So um, thank you, Kyla Draper, who uh, actually got this article. And it's a great article, by the way. So I'll be letting you know throughout the show. All right. Most of you probably seen him on stage dancing. Most of you probably drooled while seeing him on stage dancing. Most of you probably took a lot of pictures of him while he's dancing. Many of you try to touch him probably while he's dancing. Well, he's right here next to me. And uh, I've never done any of those things since he's my friend. And we have Andrew Corvin here. How are you, Andrew? <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> You see, he's like uh, blushing here, but he knows it's true. First, let's clear this. Let's clear something off. You're not a go-go dancer because people think probably uh, they consider a go-go dancer someone that dances at the big parties. But basically, that's not what a go-go dancer is. Can you explain to everyone to make to put it on the record? Uh, some people think as go-go dancers, it's just um, like the dancers that dance in underwear trying to make dollars or some people think it's just like what I do, which is I consider myself more of a performer versus a go-go dancer. Um, it depends on how you look at it or I guess how it's introduced to you really. But um, yeah, I guess. Andrew, tell me, how, how did you get, where are you from, first of all? Um, born and raised in Miami. Born and raised in Miami, like me, but I'm from Hialeah. Where, what part are you from? Uh, oh, uh, I was born in, in Hialeah, my father. Ah, you see two Hialeah boys here in the house. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> You're from Hialeah. You're Cuban, Cuban-American then? Yes, my father is Cuban, and then I have Italian and French background, so it's a bit of a mix. How did you get into dancing and into this whole, you've always wanted to be a dancer? Tell, tell us your story. Um, I don't. I didn't really always want to I've, always been kind of a shy person growing up so I think that kind of um I shied away from even wanting to achieve uh I guess wanting to dance professionally so um I just I, I used to just remember uh, as a child growing up watching artists like Michael Jackson or Britney Spears and wanting to be of such of a production or just to learn choreography and I would sometimes I would even practice by myself and just watch the videos over and over um, but I was always too shy. I would never, ever dare to get on stage. And then um, one day, it kind of just fell into my laps. I was um, I was dating someone who um, was in that industry or got into it. And then one day, um, I just they asked me to go ahead and be a part of it. And I I had 
I mean, God knows how much alcohol I had to drink in order for me to get on stage, but I did it. And then I realized that there was some some type of uh, freedom in it. Uh, it was something I got to kind of like fulfill, I guess, because it was something I've always wanted to do and just never had the balls to do so. So, um, yeah, I think. So what, what was the first, uh, what was your first experience? Where was it at? Oh, God. <laughs> it was actually in Fort Lauderdale. It was a, it's a club called The, the Manor. Oh, the manner yeah and um actually one of the few people that i guess kind of discovered me was um dj ken madani he um he used to dress i guess uh the dancers or he threw his own party and um he actually used to do what i thought at the time was brilliant um with costumes and helmets and visors and and, and just arm pieces and stuff so in my head i guess i was living that fantasy that i can finally do something of that nature. So. Cool. Okay, so describe for us that first moment you walked on the stage. How did you feel? What was? Uh, how did that impact you? I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you think? Uh, how about uh, describe to us how you felt when you weren't drunk and you actually saw what you were doing and and the and how the reaction from people were when you were up there? Because I've seen you dancing and I've seen the reaction from people and and it's pretty cool how how they react to you and they, they stay looking at you and it's 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 a good attention actually uh yeah it's attention i can care less for to be honest i did it more for me um and i know that there were friends that used to go and see me or they would be waving at me and i would black out almost it was almost like i entered a different world where i got to um be the character that i was dressed as or in my head i would just live whatever the hell i wanted to be so i didn't really do it more for the attention and i can care less for it i still don't i don't see myself as other like what you were describing okay, so you don't see yourself like uh maybe uh papa going around the world and um eliad you mean yeah i would like to do something like that eventually if i can um fall into that but um no i meant it more as in like um as an entertainer aspect it was more like a in my head, I got you go into character. So whatever the the theme is for the party, you really play, you play the role when you're up there, and and you actually do because I've seen you with the costume and everything, and and you really fall into the role, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean everyone has their own thing, and I think that's what makes them them. But I yeah, I do, I kind of fall into character, or at least I try to. Um, if I'm feeling the costume, if I'm not, then I'm I'll just probably do a two step the entire time and beg just to get off a stage do you get a rush when you're up there you yeah it's a rush i don't it's uh i guess that fulfillment of 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 i get to be this persuasive uh seductive type person which i'm not at all if anyone even really knows me they know that i'm man with very few you know words and i don't talk all that much but um yeah on stage it's someone completely different how long you've been doing this for Mm, a few years <laughs> uh, maybe like nine ten years nine or ten years okay i mean one experience you've had in all these years that that's your favorite my favorite probably i think um was two years ago in madrid i got to dance it was the closing party on sunday it was in this huge um auditorium like football field i guess where they do all the like their soccer games and stuff and they um they had that venue that sunday and i remember the theme was circus which is if anyone knows me i'm a huge britney fan and i think that's uh <laughs> to dress that part and to be a ringleader and um i remember when they told us okay go out go out go out and 
I remember walking in and it was empty at the time, so I didn't see everyone that was out there. And then when I walked out and they turned on the lights and I was just like, oh, okay, this is surreal. It's it's happening. And it was full. It was ridiculous how many people there were. So I think that was probably like my, okay, I achieved it. Um, I can I can hang the boots now and that's it. But I mean, I do it here and there still. It's fun still for me. But I think that was probably my highlight. So, awesome. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we want to hear what's it like to date while you're on tour dancing all around the world. We'll be right back to go into Andrew's dating life. Don't fall off the pod. Credit. Here are some of the things Google dancers and performers want us to know. Number 10. They get a lot of perks. They make good money at the end of the night. They also get to travel the world, meet famous people, and dance. They love what they do. Number 9. They say a typical night at the dance club won't bring that much money, but when there's an exclusive club or um, a big event, well, the money pours in. Number 8. Absolutely not. You cannot touch their hula hoop. So it's nothing against you if you want to touch one of their um, toys, the guns or whatever props they're holding. Uh, it's just they're being cautious and they do not want to end up paying for anything that can break or get lost. Number seven, thank you, but please do not take it personally if they do not accept a drink. You have to remember they are working and they cannot be drinking on the job, so it does not look good for them. So many times they get asked to uh, if they want a drink, and if they say no, do not get offended. Number six, most of the time they are not comfortable. See, it all looks glamorous when they're on stage, but you got to remember that they're backstage, you know, inhaling half a can of hairspray. Their toes feel numb because the heels are too tight. Or they have dirty bobby pins stabbing their scalp. And they have to make everybody believe that they feel as good as they look. Oh my goodness. And later on the pod, there's five of them left. Things Global Dancers and Performers want us to know. Alright, so we're back on the pod. We're with superstar dancer Andrew Corvin, who's been at the Wii Parties, Papa Parties... Uh, Mickey knows what other parties you've danced at? Alegria, Alegria. Um, Urge, I've done. Um, Pumps. Well, we gotta mention Urge, of course, from Miami. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, Palm Springs White Party, I've done. Um, Ultra, I've done. I used to work for um uh, some of the biggest agencies here in Miami: Zontra Entertainment, Joy Entertainment, Aura Entertainment. Um everyone you can think of i probably danced at every club you can think of so So you've you've gained a lot of experience um uh doing this and obviously you've done you've seen a lot of stuff in your in your time uh doing this uh which we'll get into it a little bit later right now i want to talk about dating how hard how or how difficult has it been dating um do you stick to dating someone in the scene or because it's just more difficult to date someone out of the scene that doesn't understand the lifestyle. Tell us a little bit about your experience throughout the years and um, what's your conclusion on all of it? <laughs> I just think dating is not for me, man. Um, I The whole idea of it is a beautiful thing, but um, I, don't <laughs> I don't think it's for me. I've tried both in the scene, out of the scene. I've tried people that, I don't know, it's just not, it's not my thing. I used to be a big dater, but I'm the type of person that, oh, the food's here, hold on. 
<laughs> I'm always eating. Hold on. Hello. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. All right. Okay. So you don't then believe in dating? Um, not right now. I think I need a break. I think I need to find myself. And I think that, um, but before finding yourself, let's talk about when you weren't finding yourself, what's, what was going on? What, tell me some dates, some, some situations that you've had with guys that you say, okay, I'm leaving next week to New York while well, you were together with them for maybe a month. And all of a sudden you're leaving to another city. Yeah, I think in the beginning it's always easier because they don't really want to lose you and they look at you as someone that they want. So I don't think that they think that um, you're into bad things, but I know in the back of the, in their head that's exactly what they're thinking. They think that um, in that lifestyle you should be partying all the time or meeting up people or doing drugs or all of that nature. But to be honest with you, that's not who I am. I don't need to. That's not... Um, what I want, if I want to be in a relationship with someone, I want to be in a relationship with someone. And I think that that's the focus. And um, I think it's hard. It's hard for people to understand that. And it's hard for people to understand what I do <clears throat> for work. But um, it's really, for me, it's not that big a deal. But it's hard to teach someone that doesn't, that's not what their passion is or their drive or their experience in life. If, if you know, they were a manager at something else or they worked at a bank or they were a dentist or they were whatever the case they're not going to understand my life at all and I don't expect them to but I think that if there's um common ground where they respect each other and they say okay you know he's here for that and obviously you know you keep your tabs or whatever and you make your calls or your texts and you don't forget that person but yeah at first like I said it's it's not it's never a big issue but I can tell in their face or when they call me or when they talk to me that it is a big issue. And then eventually months go down the line. It's like, okay, hey, I'm going to go to New York or I'm going to go to L.A. or I'm going to go to Vegas or I'll go to Madrid. Automatically. They freak out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, f no, <laughs> you're not doing that. So it's it's and it becomes it's funny, you know, because it's like. What's your reaction when they tell you no? What, what, what What's the first thing in your mind? You knew who I was. You knew what you were getting into. No. Exactly that. I just get so frustrated. I hate being controlled. So when someone tells me something like that, it's like I. It's almost like I. I now I want to. Now I will go. And you're gonna learn and watch who I am. You know. So don't do that to me. If you're planning on dating Andrew, <laughs> take notes. Has there has there ever been a uh, someone you've dated and that stands out to you throughout these years while you were doing this? That someone unique. Yes. Uh, most recently, actually, someone stood out to me, and I think that uh, that person un intentionally they didn't realize how much they were healing me, but it was like uh, magic, and I think that that person made such an impact. But mm, life just has its funny ways of telling you um, not now. So exactly, maybe later. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, th I think that's exactly what you just said. It. Uh, life puts in your path what needs to be in your path and a lot of people need to understand that that if it's not working out it's for there's a reason and if it and if you met was for a reason you learned something from that that's going to prepare you for the next person or for later on the line to come back to that person yes i agree what's the number one advice you want to give those guys out there that that want that are interested in you but they haven't been able to tell you <laughs> your facebook you get a lot of messages <laughs> Uh, just let me be me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, Andrew. I mean, I get messages, believe it or not. But. <laughs> <laughs>
I want to know if, what you do with those messages. Do you reply to them or? Mm, not really. You want to give them the hint? No, not really. I, I don't. If I don't reply, it's for a reason. <laughs> all right. All right. So if you've sent a message to Andrew and you have not gotten a response, maybe he has not gotten to it yet, or maybe you know what that means. <laughs> Just keep wondering, you know. All right, Andrew, can you tell us any funny lines that you've been tr people trying to pick up on you? It's just it's just funny how when someone wants something and if they're under the influence, what they'll do to to get your attention. But um, and yeah, no, it's off. <laughs> what do you see yourself doing next? Mm, I kind of what I've always wanted to do, other than actually sharing um, that fantasy of escaping reality on stage. It's always been to create that fantasy. Um, I would love to be a part of production and I've kind of stepped my foot in it with certain parties that I've worked with or if I can help backstage, I'll help backstage or if they ask me for my input on costumes or the people they should be hiring to dance, whether they'll be, you know, guys, girls, whatever. Um, I like it. I like the whole rush behind the scene and everything. So maybe production. I think when the time is right, like relationships, I would like to probably be a part of um, a production. All right. So all you um, owners out there and managers, Andrew's looking for... Uh, to do some of that so give him a call um, i'm sure he's had the experience of working on it for so many years and he seems to be very creative and he sure is when he dances so imagine what he can do to your show so if you're out there listening uh contact him uh you know where to reach him and give him a shot please give him a shot i'll come and film it for free there you go and get up make a whole video out of it all right what is your ideal spot like what what, what would make you the most happiest costumes i think costumes yeah because i mean you can't really teach anyone to dance in the scene it's like it's either you're a dancer or you're not a dancer you can pick up moves or you can't pick up moves but i think if you can look good on stage that's the key i think it ultimately that's what every girl and guy or whatever whoever comes out to see the dancers on stage is to look at someone that looks like a god and i think costumes can help do that because if you have the body great but if you look the part i think it's kind of like exactly. you gotta have that and that stick on on stage that and you have that the it factor um now have you ever danced you know i mean it's too many years so you could be talking about someone 10 years ago so and not recently so we're not gonna name names have you ever danced next to someone and you're like oh my god oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> numerous times yes <laughs> But it's, it helps me. It helps me get inspired. And I think... Oh, you stand out more, right? Mm, I don't think so. I mean... Everyone, I think everyone should look good to look good to make the whole production look good, right? Correct. But sometimes they look better. <laughs> and that's fine. That's cool. You know, maybe sometimes I look better than whoever else is on stage. But Have you ever taught like anybody? Like try to teach him or... It's funny you say that actually. Um, I don't consider it teaching because I don't know what I do on stage. I just kind of let go. Or I try to like, it to, yeah, it, it transform into whatever character they give me. But even then, sometimes I kind of pick up moves on things I've always watched when I was younger. Or if I see, you know, a certain dance move that's in, I kind of try to make it my own. And if one of the dancers backstage is like, oh, how do you do that? Or just teach me. I don't know. We goof around backstage and I show them. But it's not something that like, yeah. uh, you know. Like I a mentor type. Right. I, I don't want to be that at all. <laughs> Throughout all this experience, all these years, what do you think is the most difficult thing to conquer while being a dancer? And this is something that, you know, you say you're not a mentor, but you could give advice to other people that want to get into it. 
what do you think it's the most difficult thing? Is it the politics, how to balance each place you do? Or tell us a little bit about that. My advice really is just like, don't overexhaust yourself. I think that if you go and you book these gigs and or these venues, um, <clears throat> if you know that you're not willing to work two or three parties a day, because sometimes it's like that, where you work promos and you do the pool party, the day party, and then you know you work the main event at night, and it's like it's overexhausting, really. And if you don't have that energy or that will to stay up and and do all of these parties, and then you know go to the after hours, and then you you know you're there to celebrate, and it's like okay, you know, you're not going to make rehearsals the next day. And sometimes it can be, it's like, it's like a domino effect. When one person messes up, it's like, it just falls apart. And then you have the other, you know, for three hours at a rehearsal when it should have only been like an hour and a half and, you know, X, Y, and Z doesn't show up. And then you're like, okay, well, what's going on? You know, so then it just gets really messy. So just don't overexhaust yourself. Um, show up on time and be responsible. I think that sets really what you need to, you know set for yourself in order for people to respect you and to keep hiring you if you really enjoy working for these parties and you like being a part of that experience just because yeah, many of them probably get into it thinking it's all parties yeah. and fun and that's it yeah of course it's always like that with some um actually almost everybody in the beginning they just want a party and they think that oh well i'm dancing i get in for free and i get the exposure but it's so much more than that i think you know if you get the respect from the owners and the you know promoters and the DJs and everyone, it's like, it's like a big family, really. Like, I can probably, I I think I know every DJ and every promoter, and it's cool because they see you and, you know, you've been working for so many years and obviously they see you all these years and they respect you because they see you're not this hot mess or anything like that. But there's a few out there that it lasted maybe, you know, just one or two years. And then there's some that have lasted longer and then there's some that just are well-respected and they're not in the dancing anymore but they can go to the parties and they know everyone you know so just be nice to everyone and don't ever get into one party bigger than the other because you never know what the other party has to offer i think i i've kept cordial with everyone from every party and i think i'm respected enough where i can call them and tell them hey <clears throat> i'll be in town and i want to work for you and they'll be okay with it sometimes there's parties out there that are a competition against each other and they wouldn't allow it you know but I've kind of kept common ground with everyone where I can say, okay, well, I want to work for this party and then I want to work for that party tomorrow. And Because yeah, they're very territorial, right? Oh, yeah, very. <laughs> they can be. And then some are just very lenient and they understand, you know, because you're a performer, dancer, go-go, whatever. You don't make that great much money. So it's like it doesn't make sense to kind of own someone when, I mean, if there's other parties out there and you're not throwing a party on Friday, you're only throwing a party on Sunday, why couldn't I work for Friday, you know, yeah. to make, you know, the money when you're traveling because let's face it going to vegas or new york or europe is not cheap so um it helps when you can work for all the other parties but yeah be cool with everyone and just let everyone know like hey i need money and i'm not here to just you know party and stuff like that it's also about making money so yeah when we get back we're gonna get the scoop with andrew about some certain things i'm gonna ask him that he's very unexpected we'll be right back ready Things global dancers, dancers and performers want us to know. Number five, it really isn't cute when you try to copy their moves. I mean, they can see everything. Remember, they're up on stage or they're on something and they can see down to the crowd. So they're looking, they can see you when you're mimicking them, when you're making fun of them and it doesn't feel good to them. 
also they love to connect with someone that's dancing or singing and having a good time and they focus on them. Just remember, if you've had too many shots, it's not a good idea to make fun of them. Number four, they are not strippers. Not shaming the strippers, but they work for an, an entirely different purpose and, uh, and a different type of party. So just to be clear, they want you to know that go-go dancers and performers are not strippers. Number three, dancing and performing is a lot of hard work. They're up there for probably 30 minutes and they take a little four minute break and they go back up again and take a little break. So they want you to know that, you know, when they're off to the side in a corner trying to get some air, uh, just leave them alone. Don't take pictures, don't touch them, don't talk to them because it's their moment to rest and take a breather. Number two, it costs a lot to be a stripper. You have to keep on buying clothes, shoes and costumes and, you know, keep up with all of that. They spend countless hours at the gym and a lot of dance rehearsals. But the bright side is they get to keep everything and they travel the world and at the same time do what they love. And here's number one. Do not touch. If they're working close distance to you dancing, that doesn't give you the authority to touch them. They say it's creepy and rude and they most likely will call security. So that's the number one rule. Do not touch them. And, and these, these were the, the 10 things go go dancers, dancers and performers want, want you to know. know. All right, so Andrew, tell us for those out there that are, you know, that that refuse to believe that you don't want to date or not into that right now. Uh, what is your type? I'm so weird. Um, I don't really have a type. I just think it's weird. I have a combination. I think if you make me laugh, I think that's like you won me over. But um, I love mystery. I don't like anyone that just comes so easy and. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I figured you out in 10 seconds. Oh. Right, guys, you got your pencils out. Um, <laughs> a little hard to get. Okay, next. Write that down. Yeah. Okay. Um, just make me laugh. And if you look exotic, I think that'll definitely catch my eye. You can make this boy laugh. You got it because he's a tough. It's tough to make him laugh. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody that was writing down the notes, personality, make him laugh. And, um, and you got it. And look exotic. Go get a tan. All right. <laughs> How do we see Andrew in 10 years from now? What would you like to see, Andrew? Um, I would like to see me probably doing something of production, even if it's just assisting and getting my foot into it. You've done this for 10 years. You've produced yourself very well on stage. You're more than capable. You have the, the experience of doing it yourself. Um, I think you're ready. We shall see. <laughs> ah, he doesn't want to give away too much. Okay, cool. All right, Andrew, do you have, uh, what's your Facebook or Twitter? Uh, Instagram is Corvin1918, and Facebook is Andrew Corvin. If you can't find me, oh well. <laughs> well, <laughs> go, to, go search for him at the parties. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Andrew, for being here on the pod with us. Um, and good luck with everything, and I'll see you on the dance floor. And next week, we're going back to the 80s. I cannot wait for that episode. And I have so many surprises for you. So if you love the 80s, get ready. For more on Pod With Me, please download the Apple Podcast app. Don't forget to hit subscribe after you find us. And if you scroll down, you can hit those five stars. You can also find us on alexjaguiar.com. That's alexjaguiar.com. And I'm happy to say we are now on Stitcher, SoundCloud, the Source app, and iHeartRadio. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And remember, don't fall off the pod. Also, 
Also, it takes a lot of work to be a dancer. Also, it takes a lot of work to get ready. Hours at the gym. Also, it takes a lot of work to get ready for. Work. Also, it gets a lot of. Also, it takes a lot to get ready. Also, it takes a lot. It's hours in the gym. Hours working out. Ready. <laughs>